0: Welcome to the Generation Arrow podcast. Generation Arrow provides wisdom and instruction for raising children to fulfill their God-given purpose. And now here's our host, author, teacher, and leader mom, Keely Schaefer. Well, hello, family. I'm so thankful that you tuned in today. I pray that after listening to this show, you're going to feel more equipped than ever to parent your kids. You know, I would have given anything for a podcast like Generation Arrow when my three kids were babies, especially when I had my first child, Austin. Now, some of you may remember this when you were in the hospital, you know, finished, uh, you had your baby, and they go through all of their list of do's and don'ts and what to look for and blah, 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 and you're nodding and half the stuff, you you don't even understand, but you just keep nodding. And then it's time for you to go home and put them in that car seat. And you've had this car seat for a while. You've searched on Amazon and you found the best one. We didn't have Amazon at that time, but I I searched and uh, got that car seat and you pop them in there and you really don't know what you're doing. But you get home, and you know what? I was I was looking through some pictures just a couple of months ago, and there was a picture of Austin that we took right when we got him home, and he was in his car seat. And we had swaddled him all up in a blanket. He looked like a little caterpillar boy breaking out of his cocoon, and, and the straps of the, the car seat were over that blanket. And now that I've been a mom and uh, have, have put kids in car seats, Jillions of time. I know that was not the right way to do it. I mean, what in the world? Why didn't the nurses tell me, Hey, you can't put the straps on when they've got the blanket. You got to take the blanket off. You got to put the straps on over their shoulders for safety and then put the blanket over them. But obviously we didn't know what we were doing. And have you ever felt like that? Like, what am I supposed to do here with these kids? Is is there anyone that can tell me what to do? And and even along those lines, have you ever thought, well, and how am I supposed to be praying for my kids? Can anybody tell me what to do? And Kevin and I were right there with you. You know, you need to pray, you need to do it, but where do you start? There's so much that you could pray for your kids. But I tell you, the Lord was gracious to Kevin and me, and he gave us a prayer to pray that we have used through every season of our kids' lives, toddlers, middle school, high school, young adults, you name it. This is the prayer that has been our go-to prayer. And that's what we're going to dive into today. I'm going to share the greatest prayer we can ever pray for our kids. And I'm telling you, you stay tuned because it is a game changer. But before we get into that amazing prayer, I want to lay a little bit of groundwork and go to 2 Corinthians 4.4 in the Amplified Classic Version. And it says, For the God of this world has blinded the unbelievers' minds that they should not discern the truth, present Preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image and likeness of God. So it says the God of this world, who is that? That is the devil. He specializes in blinding people's spiritual eyes from the truth and light of God. He's a twister. He's a deceiver. The Bible uh, talks about how he's the father of lies. He's the master of of deception. So in a nutshell, the devil's greatest desire is to keep our kids in spiritual darkness. There are things that God wants our children to know. There are things that he wants them to have but if they can't see those things they're not going to do them any good now a few years ago uh this this person came up to me and and for whatever reason they needed to reimburse me for something and they're like hey can i venmo you and i had no idea what venmo was and so they told me it was a an app that you use where you could transfer money out of your account and 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 you could pay people through that way so i was like sure i'm game for new technology so I got the Venmo app, and they paid me. Well, I didn't use Venmo every day. I didn't really know how it worked. And, uh, you know, as months passed by, other people paid me through Venmo. The one thing I didn't know about Venmo was when they transferred their money into my Venmo account, that that money didn't just automatically transfer into my checking account. So one day I went to pay somebody through Venmo for the first time, I looked in there, and there was almost $200 in my Venmo account. And I'm like, what in the world? What's all this money doing in here? And I realized that it, it never did transfer to my checking account. I had to do that myself. So it was out of sight. It was out of mind. You know, I didn't think about it. And even though that money was mine, because it was tucked away and it was hidden from my sight, I couldn't spend it because I didn't even know that I had it. And that's what the devil likes to do. He wants to hide what belongs to our kids, and he wants to keep them in the dark about all that God has given them. And even though it's right there for the taking, if they don't know it's theirs, they'll never receive the benefits of having it. In Hosea 4.6, in the message version, it says, my people are ruined because they don't know what is right or true. Isn't that something? People's lives are destroyed because they can't see what is right or true. They can't grasp it. They can't understand it because they don't know what it is. And real truth is something that we want our children to see, and it's definitely something that we want them to know. And in this culture today, what's right and what's true, it's up for debate, isn't it? It's up for grabs. And have you heard this phrase, I live my own truth. And that means my truth is whatever I decide it is. The world says truth is fluid. There are no absolute truth. Uh, truths. Truth is anything you want it to be. Well, The problem with that kind of truth is it's always evolving, it's always changing, and it depends on what's accepted in society as normal. And really, if you think about it, something that is forever changing, is that really true? Come on! (laughs) But Hosea 4.6, people's lives are ruined by not knowing what is right and true. And there are things to be known that are absolutely right and absolutely true. And God's way of truth is exactly what this is talking about. And the devil is trying to hide that truth from our kids. They're literally being bombarded from all sides to take a detour away from God's truth because the world sees things way differently than how God sees them. When I was about 22 years old, I went to the ophthalmologist because I had a sty on my eye. I don't know if you've ever had a sty, but it's this big old bump that gets on the inside of corner of your eye, and it's pretty painful, and you can't pop it or anything. Uh, it just kind of has to go away. So I thought, well, hey, I'm going to go get me some eye cream and get this thing knocked out and, 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 and get it remedied. So I went to this ophthalmologist, and uh, he gave me the eye cream, but he also gave me a vision test. Well, it had been probably 10 or 12 years since I had my vision checked, believe it or not. And sure enough, he said, ma'am, you need glasses. And I was like, really? I need glasses? He said, you sure do. So Unfortunately, my husband and I, we didn't have any insurance at the time, but I thought, hey, this is for my health. He won't mind me paying for these glasses. And, you know, we had been married maybe a year at that time. It was we were, you know, little strapped there, but I went ahead and, and got the glasses. I, I paid for the glasses, uh, glasses, and I do remember coming home and Kevin was like, "What? You paid for glasses and you didn't even tell me about it?" But he got over it. He loved me, but he got over it. So a few days later, I went and I and I picked up the glasses. Now these glasses were these big green round rim glasses. And Sally Jess- Jesse Raphael, she was a TV uh, talk show host at the time, really popular. And her signature look was these big red glasses. And I thought, well, if Sally Jesse can rock her red glasses, I can surely rock my big green glasses. And that's what I did. I thought I looked real cool. But it just so happened the next day that uh, Kevin and I took off for a long road trip to go to my best friend's wedding. I was in the wedding, so I wore these glasses on this trip, and I could not believe what I was seeing. The leaves on the trees, they were individual, they were so vivid it was, you know, it wasn't like a big trunk with a big blob of green on them. That's what I thought a tree looked like, but now everything was in such magnificent detail. And I told Kevin, I said, "Babe, it's like I'm seeing for the very first time. It's unbelievable." And I thought I knew what everything looked like, but I was wrong. There was something so much more that I had been missing. And you know this is the kind of life that God wants our kids to have. He wants them living in full brilliant color and seeing what truth really is. In Ephesians 1:17 and 18, the apostle Paul prayed a prayer over the believers of the church of Ephesus, and it says, I keep asking That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. What a powerful prayer! And you know what? Not only is this a life-changing prayer for the church, it's a life-changing prayer for your children. And this is it. This is the one. This is the big enchilada. This is one of the most important prayers you can pray over your children. And I have prayed this prayer for my kids thousands of times. And I want to break this prayer down and just really show you why it is so vitally important this prayer, it asks God to give a spirit of wisdom. Now, why would wisdom be so important for our kids to have? They can learn a lot of things from books and teachers and and even us as parents, but really that's just knowledge. But wisdom allows them to properly apply the knowledge Uh, that they've received to bring about the greatest outcome in whatever situation they may deal with. So our kids, they need God's wisdom. And this prayer asks for revelation. And revelation is God's way of revealing or communicating divine truth. Revelation is where God uncovers his nature, his word, and his truth to our kids. So when our kids have revelation, they're going to grasp spiritual truths that other kids may not. And they're going to know God at a level that many kids do not, because they have revelation. So our kids, they need revelation. So this prayer asks for the eyes of their heart to be enlightened. And the eyes of their heart actually means their spirit man or the real them on the inside. And my my mother-in-law, Doris Schaefer she talks about how our flesh is really like the spacesuit and how our spirit man is actually the thing that gives our spacesuit life. And if you ever go and you see someone who has passed, you know uh, when that spirit man leaves that spacesuit, it's very evident. But also, this prayer says it, that, that the eyes of their heart, their spirit man, would be enlightened. And that means that, that they would be given spiritual knowledge or insight. And our kids, they definitely need that. In the Amplified Version, it's my absolute favorite what it says here, that their hearts would be flooded with light. Don't we want our kids to be flooded with light? I mean, we want them to be absolutely overwhelmed with God's light and truth. We want it to be so bright and distinguishable that they're never going to fall for darkness, that they're not going to give in to the devil's lies and deceptions because they see the truth so clearly, and they're going to have the right measuring rod for their lives to use as a filter. They're not going to get tripped up by a lot of things because they know the real truth, and they're not even going to question it. And with that truth and light, we see in verse 18 that they're going to know the hope to which God has called them. And what a very important thing for our kids to know, what God has called them to be. And as parents, we don't want our kids just bumbling around for years and years, trying to make sense of what they're supposed to do. Have you seen kids like this? They're never committed to anything. They're trying a bunch of stuff. They're wasting a bunch of money and time. No, that's not God's best. And we can be praying for our kids, even when they're very young, that they will know what God's called them to be and they will start walking towards that purpose, even at an early age. I'm reminded of the story of my brother in law, Buck. And when I met Buck, he was going to his first year of college and uh, he was not too serious about it, he was not very engaged. He was sleeping in, not going to classes, just floating around, and then he stopped going to college, and he was working as a cook at different restaurants, and then he stopped that, and then he had this big idea to open a lawn care business, and he bought all this equipment and a trailer and all that, and he stopped that, and then he wanted to open a restaurant and he had all the plans and he had the name and he had the logo and he, it just never came to be and all of this was in a period of about 2 years maybe and he just couldn't seem to find his fit in life and i know that that my husband's parents there was about they were about ready to pull their hair out like what's going on with the buck But my husband's parents, they are strong Christians, and they know how to pray. And they actually buckled down on this prayer, and they started praying nonstop for Buck. And they believed that God was going to show him what he was called to do. And you know what? In just a few months, Buck decided to go to Bible school. And he ended up going into full-time ministry. You know, he had been looking in the secular realm for somewhere to plug in, but God actually wanted him in ministry the entire time. And, and just a little side journey here. Some of you listening today... Some of your children are called into ministry, and I don't want you to be afraid about that, and I definitely don't want you to guilt trip them about that. this uh, That's a whole other podcast that we can get into, but just remember that our kids will never be completely satisfied unless they're doing what they were designed to do in life. So that's a free one for you. But now Buck and Amy, uh, they are—his uh, wife Amy— They are pastors in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They've been pastors there for almost 25 years. They have two uh, campuses. They're doing a mighty work, very successful, and thank God— for praying parents who knew how to pray and work with God to see their son doing what he was called to do and to finally see him satisfied and thriving in his purpose. And also, I want to encourage you that if your kids aren't living for God right now and maybe they've taken on some worldly views, pray this prayer. There is always something that we can do as parents, and that is pray. And if your kids don't want to have anything to do with God— just like we read before in 2 in, in Corinthians that the devil loves to blind the truth from spiritual eyes. And so this prayer is going to help them see clearly, kind of like I did with those big green glasses. But what I'd like to do is finish up the show and lead you in the full prayer for your kids. It's simple. But it really is one of the greatest prayers you can ever pray for them. And I'm also going to list the entire prayer in the show notes for you to refer back to time and time again. So let's pray. God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, give my children the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they may know you better. I pray that the eyes of their heart would be flooded with light. And truth, so they may know the hope to which you have called them in Jesus' name, amen. And this is a life changing prayer, and it's not only for your kids, but it's also a prayer that you can pray over yourselves. You know, when my husband and I encounter challenges in our business or finances or really any adversity or answer that we may need, we pray this prayer. You see, obstacles are really just opportunities for God to move, and when we hit a wall, there is something that we're not seeing that God wants us to see, and this prayer always opens our eyes to the answers that we need. Family, I believe you are armed with something very powerful, and this is the greatest prayer you could ever pray, and I hope you'll pray it often. And, and don't keep this prayer to yourself. I have shared this prayer with so many people, and they were so thankful to have this information. They're like, Keely, I never saw this before. I never knew I could apply this in such a way and in such a personal way to myself and to my kids. So why don't you share this podcast with a few moms and dads or grandparents and, and get them praying this prayer too. You'll be so glad that you did. Thank you for spending some time with me today, and I look forward to meeting again soon. Until then, be abundantly blessed, and may our arrows be mighty on the earth. We hope this podcast has enriched your life and given you some valuable resources on raising your children. For more information about Generation Arrow, visit our website at generationarrow.life. That's generationarrow.life and may our arrows be mighty on the earth.